You're listening to the Greencast Advisory Podcast. I'm Glenn Kirby, the Technical Manager for Syngenta UK and Ireland, and here is where you'll find me talking about the content in my turf blog. They'll be short and to the point, so put on those headphones and have a listen to what I've got to say this time. Okay, June 2021, frequently asked questions. What did I get asked this month? Well, lots of activity around chafer rubs. Um, Chafer activity really boomed through the end of June, and we were all expecting it at the end of May and the beginning of June, but it just didn't come. We were a good three to four weeks behind the 2019 and the 2020 seasons. Um, I wasn't sure if people were engaging with Pest Tracker, whether you just got bored of it, or whether the sightings just weren't happening. And um, all true to form, you guys are absolutely brilliant out there and all really engaged when the activity happened. And my WhatsApp just started pinging away with all of the messages coming in. So thank you for keeping me in the loop. That's all great news. Um, you can see in the blog that I've linked into the level of activity we've had at the end of June. It's about a month behind normal, but I put a lot of that down to the cold April and May. And I hope at some point to do some GDD work just to see if we can get a better picture of what they are doing and where the period they are hatching in. Uh, Well worth having a look at the seven steps to success whilst using a Sadaprim blog um, before you go out and make your application. But you really should be looking now, if you've seen um, chafers flying, you really should be looking, if you're looking to apply your Celeprin, looking to do it in the next couple of weeks in a period of rainfall. And it's absolutely tipping down outside my window now. I appreciate we've got more rain down here at the south than we have across the rest of the country. But looking at the forecast, there will be opportunities over the next couple of weeks to get that out. So grab those. It's also asked a lot about leather jackets. Leather jackets seem to be an eternal question these days. Um, lots of conversations, people trying to plan their programme for this autumn. Um, I'm hoping now we've moved into June, some decent rainfall, some decent temperatures, but high levels of growth that you're probably all getting at the moment is going to help you move away from any damage into good putting surfaces. Uh, so fingers crossed that for that. I am pulling together a best practice plan And it's going to be based on some of the trial work we've done. It's going to be based on a lot of the feedback people have given me um, from where I've seen people have got through it better than others. And I'll try and shed some light on a more wholesale program. Now, it's not fully based on research, but it is the best that I can put together at the moment. So that will be coming out soon. Uh, I've also been asked to talk at the emergency summit, looking at the control of leather jackets using integrated pest management. And there's a link to that in the blog. That'll be interesting because there's a whole host of people from a wide range of sectors uh, coming to talk about um, how we can integrate programs together to start uh, solving or managing this challenge. So I'm looking forward to doing that one on the 14th of July. Dollar spot. This was another question we were getting through June. Um, Lots of people, particularly down in Devon and Cornwall, um, have historic challenges with managing this disease. Um, That is a particularly difficult area of the country because dollar spot uh, likes predominantly fescue swords and they've got a really good climate down there to grow fescue. 
and it likes nice mild temperatures they sit in a very strong climate where it doesn't get super hot and it rarely gets cold which is why everyone likes to go on holiday and retire there um, and they also get some pretty high levels of humidity. Now, through the beginning of June, the Smith-Kearns disease model was showing some pretty high disease pressure through that area of the country, and I put a get blog together to try and help people with some timings and fungicide application uh, programs to help them out. Since I released that blog, the temperatures have dropped, but the humidity has hung around. The humidity is the biggest driver of that problem, so it is still very relevant. So have a little look at those blogs and um, you'll get some more info out of those. Heat stress, um, it almost feels laughable now with my jumper on and all the doors and windows shut in my office. Um, but two weeks ago, we were all worried about heat stress and drought stress. Now, um, that's changed because most of the people I'm talking to now are more worried about pushing water off greens and they're more worried about fixing washed out paths and things like that and chucking sand up the face on bunkers than they are worried about drought. But there you go. Um, you don't have to look far, far around the globe, though, to see some high temperatures. I think we have smashed all time records in Canada this week hitting 44 and a half degrees over there. And we're not talking fraction of a degree of breaking records by, they're breaking records by one and a half degrees Celsius. And we're still in June, so we've got the hottest months ahead of us. I don't think we've got anything super hot on the very close horizon, but I would be very surprised if we get through the summer without seeing some very high temperatures. So although we're not in a heat stress situation now, it is worth taking a look at those tips hints and tips see what you can do to get through the month i'm going to finish on anthracnose um we had a cold start to the season um, then we went hot and dry through june and then we went into some very wet conditions and from what i could see when we went into those wet conditions it was nice because we could start presenting golf courses nicely again start putting some stripes in and we got some growth and some recovery which is all great news but it seemed to tie in with club championships. It seemed to tie in with local PGA events, um, ladies events, all sorts of things going on right around that period. So presented people with a lot of challenges, getting their golf courses together, getting the green speeds they were trying to achieve. And my worry is we may well have pushed things at exactly the wrong time when those greens were a little softer. Even if we didn't drop cutting heights, it would have meant those mowers would have dug in a little bit deeper. We may have to work them a little bit harder to get green speeds. Um, but it all sounds like a pretty strong equation for anthracnose if we are not careful. That has been a subject that Henry from ICL and myself have been discussing in some real depth on our On The Horizon podcast. It's well worth a listen if that is a challenge that you struggle with. Um, we've done about four episodes or four months of On The Horizon now, and it is now being pushed out um, with a bit of extra marketing. So it's very exciting. If you get a chance to have a listen to that, do so. It's a project that myself and Henry have worked really hard on to try and get ahead of the game on all of these kind of challenges. But as this month has proved, you can't predict the weather. You can just put the best game plan in place to try and deal with it. And then if things don't break your way, like I suspect they haven't at the end of June, and we start stepping into those danger areas, at least we're equipped to deal with the challenge or aware that it is coming. But in the meantime, look after yourselves and uh, stay safe. Cheers. 
Hope you enjoyed the podcast version of Greencast Advisory. For more content like this, check out the Greencast Advisory blog and don't forget to subscribe. Until next time, take care of yourself and thanks for listening.